Tamarindo Podcast. Un podcast para ti. Y para mí. Tamarindo Podcast es amigos. Luis Octavio. And Brenda Gonzalez. Talking race, politics, food, and life. We are your socially conscious talk show with a Latino vibe. Woo, claro que sí. And on this episode, we talk a little bit about Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, Selena, and Chanclazos. And we introduce... Saboreando. Tasty food around town. Welcome. Tamarindo Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. See, it's our episode dos. Yes. Thank you for all the fans. We've had a lot of support in our first episode. We're really happy. This is so exciting. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. This is I'm, awesome. I'm just glad you're you're in it for my crazy loqueras. Is that even a word? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, it is. Está bien. And if it's not, I'm scared, we make it a word. Okay. I can't somebody in the podcast right. because everything goes. Make, no? a, make up a language. Yeah, we'll here. make up a language. That's what Spanglish is anyways. But, yeah, thank you thank you to everybody who's tuned in, who's, watch, who's watched it. Mira. Who's, uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day, Maybe yeah. one day will be a, a, a virtual podcast. But you know what, though? That would mean que me va a tener que peinar. This is what I love about the podcast and right now I'm in my gym clothes which to me the measure of a good Sunday is that I don't get out of my gym clothes and it's a good Sunday Sunday fun day (laughs) (laughs) now you know we record on Sunday another thing about where we record we record with uh, lovely neighbors all around you might hear a rockero rock and roll metal band don't mind that See, son puros metálicos but you know it's a lot of fun yes you might have heard them on our first episode We're going to try to figure out their schedule so that we're here when they're not. (laughs) Exactly. But coming back, going back to you guys, thank you so much for all the positive feedback. I mean, we're we're on on different social media platforms, which we'll mention them at the end of this show. Uh, And everybody who's reposted our podcast through SoundCloud, thank you so, so, so much. People that have texted us. Yes. And lots of people to to thank. I want to, I'm actually like a fellow I feel like a celebrity has endorsed us, <laughs> and that's uh, Bricia Lopez from Gelaguetza, the most amazing restaurant, which I'm sure we'll talk about on the show. Oh, the, la comida. The, to me, it's the my favorite Mexican restaurant of all of L.A., and definitely the best Oaxacan restaurant. So shout out to Bricia Lopez, who also has a podcast, Super Mamas. Thank you for the love. Yes, and also we would like to send a big shout out to racepodcast.com, who's also given us a shout out, right? Yes, yes, and he's... Uh, as he describes himself, like the, your, your uncle. He's like somebody sí. that gives you lots of advice. He's a, a great person to give advice to Latino podcasters. So we appreciate the shout out. Thank you so much to Ray. Matraca for Ray. Yes. And Brisa. Perfect. Well, Brenda, ¿qué pasa? ¿Qué pasó en estas, en esta, desde que la última vez que te vi? Okay, what's new with me? Let me tell you. Um, I went to a, a Mexican-themed potluck party that was hosted by my non-Mexican friends. There was actually... Three Mexicans at the party. Okay. Uh, but much credit to all the chefs because they really brought some great things, especially my friend Sean Adams who made carnitas, and they would put any mercado to shame. They were delicious. And in preparation for this, I wanted to, uh, we, we got to post on a Facebook invite all the things that we would cook. Uh-huh. So I wanted to bring it with the uh, pipian. So oh, my family. wow. Pipian, yes. My, my family is from, from Puebla, my my grandma on my dad's side is the one that has all these legendary, amazing recipes. And my, my grandma on my dad's side really mentored all the sweat, all the, what do they call them? The, the daughter-in-laws? The cuñadas? The, well, the cuñadas entre ellas, but what are they to 
sus, uh, my, so my husband's mom would be, I'm, I'm what to her in Spanish? Uh, <laughs> con, 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 consuegra, mi, mi. We can, okay, we'll figure ah. it out. I'm a pocho moment for both of us. I, I never yeah. thought I would out pocho Luis. I'm sorry. That's amazing. Anyways, <laughs> point is, my mom's, my, my dad's mom. Coach, no, era, no, era. no era. <laughs> All her recipes. So I asked my mom for help. I needed her to give me the pipian recipe. This would be the second time that I've made the pipian. Uh -huh. And to think about pipian, it's almost like, I mean, if you're familiar with mole or like a curry, it's like a really rich sauce that you put over a meat. Yes. So um, he, she gave me all the coaching, Went even went shopping with me to buy the things. But I ruined it. No me salió bien. No. We need to have our sound engineer come up with a sad sound. <laughs> but, and, so that's what's new with me. I need to try again. What I did wrong is I had too much tomates. Too much tomates. Too much tomates. What, what, what about you, Luis? What's new with well, you? Well, you know, following up with my, with my homie story from last week, where, you know, from the chanclazo that I sent out to my coworker, I actually, we had a potluck this past uh, week. At and work? At work, oh, yes. Oh, nice. Potlucks. Potlucks are, yeah. It's, it's a theme. Is, is that like what happened to both I of guess. us this, these past days, yeah. right? Um, so anyways, I went to El Toro Market. So for those of you who live in Orange County or are familiar with this market, it's a very famous it's mercado true. and, you know. My parents I, were just talking about that place. Oh, really? Day. It's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's so great. And you know what? They've se, se organizaron because they now have a little line that uh, that you that you can go through, you know, whereas before you just kind of hu huddled all the way oh, to the yeah. front uh -huh. and you were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. So, anyways, I went and I bought carnitas and I bought chicharrón. Okay. Carnitas is another theme so far. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm hungry. <laughs> so this, I bought, like, a big hoja de chicharrón, and mm. guess what? My coworker can finally call me homie now because we've had tacos. You've had tacos. We had tacos, That's yes. awesome. Great, matraca for that. Tacos. Woo. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, we have to um, give a shout-out. This week was actually quite important for many uh, historic um, Latino icons. Yes. In particular, I want to take a moment to talk a little bit, very briefly, about the recipient of our porra. Chiquitibum. Our chiquitibum. Yes. Our chiquitibum. Our chiquitibum porra. Our shout out, our cheer, which we like to do it for people that we admire, goes to Cesar Chavez. Yes. So Cesar Chavez, we celebrate his birthday. It is a, a state holiday in Unfortunately, only three states. That would be California, mm -hmm. Texas, and Colorado. We need to make it a federal holiday, but um, I, we'll, we'll return to that some other time. Yeah. But let's remember why we celebrate uh, Cesar Chavez. So he is the, the co-founder co of the United Farm Workers Union. Yes. Uh, now he's very much an, an icon for the, the Latino community and for many social justice warriors. These are folks that have dedicated their life to social justice causes. Um, if, if any of you have gone to meetings where people that might identify themselves as social, social justice warriors, you might have been involved in um, the clap. I don't know if yes. you've ever seen it where they go slow, slow, yes. slow, slow. 
So that's for Cesar Chavez. He gets a, a clap. So the other things he did, he popularized Si Se Puede. Si Se Puede, claro. Which uh, the Obama, Obama campaign also adopted. Yes, we can. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can. So he's a you know, legendary person, and many people got to have the day off on Thursday. So we want to remind folks what it was about. And you know what? I, I'd like to add a little bit to this because um, for me, especially hits home because uh, my father's dad was a bracero. Okay, farm and, worker. Yeah, he was a farm worker. And um, when my uh, dad's father was alive, he used to tell me of, you know, how they would be treated and and everything that he went through being a bracero here in the United States. So I think it's very important for people like Cesar Chavez to, you know, stand up and, and fight for, 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 for human rights and for, for people. And um, so for that reason, I feel that, you know, it, it's really important to honor these people and to remind everyone what they did, what their legacy mm -hmm. was, so that we try to stop it from happening again. Yeah, and I and we this whole chiquiti boom section or porra, we really want to use it uh, to to honor and recognize people that we admire, and we hope to to maybe introduce to some of you if there's folks you haven't heard of before some iconic Latino leaders and and more. So we're really happy to have Cesar Chavez. I have a fun fact to, to share actually. A ver. So um, I don't know if you know this, but you actually yes, of course you know this. You might remember when we first met, mm -hmm. I, I was living in this fabulous house in Santa Ana that I was renting with my uh, friend. Yes, I love that house. Yes, my friend Julio Perez. Yes. And it was a great time. This was several years ago now, 2009, and I, I hang, hanging out with a lot of these very progressive Latinos, and, and actually not only Latinos, Latinos, Asians, like this whole coalition of people doing mm -hmm. amazing progressive things in, in Orange County. And one of the cool things, the reason I mentioned this, uh, one of the cool things that Julio Perez, who who it, it, I'm sure in many ways is inspired by, by Cesar Chavez because he, he Julio works in um, organizing and unions and lots of great things. Uh, Julio, one cool thing that he does is he travels a lot. He now has a, a national role. And so whenever he travels out of Orange County, out of John Wayne Airport, uh -huh. he's actually made it so that on checkbook, um, checkbook, on Facebook, <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> you can check in. And instead of, instead of John Wayne, it says... Um, Cesar Chavez International Airport. No way. And Julio Perez did that. And so if any of you travel out of Orange County, John Wayne, do not select John Wayne. Select okay. Cesar Chavez. Oh, my God. I travel out <laughs> from there all the time. I'm okay. going to do it. I'm going to do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, make sure you check in. And We're we'll post it on our, on our social media platforms, too. Yes, yes. Just as a little note. So you can, you can follow lots of notes from the show um, on our Tumblr and other things. So let's do a matraca and a chiquiti boom for Cesar sí. Chavez. Woo! Porque sí se puede. Sí se puede. Y pues ahora we would like to talk about also something that happened this past week. Um, you know, something very unfortunate, but uh, nonetheless, this particular person left a big legacy. It's unfortunate. It's, it's an anniversary of an unfortunate it's, event. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and so we would like to actually dedicate this segment to Selena. Selena. So it, it, last week was the... 21st anniversary of, of her, her death, of her death and, and pretty soon it's, it's going to be her birthday. Yes, so it's, yes, in a couple of days. Yeah, so it's a good time to think about, about Selena. So what is, for you, Luis, what does Selena represent? You know, Selena represents so many things. And, and um, you know, when this unfortunate uh, incident happened, um, I was very young. But it was one of those things that you knew 
were a big happening. Significant. It, it was very significant. I remember where I was. I remember what. I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, well, I don't know. What was that? I was, I was 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seventh grade. I was 13 years old when it happened, and I, now I'm out dating or dating myself, no? ¿Cómo se dice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't do the yeah. math. Don't do the math. We're young. Okay. <laughs> so, um, anyways, I remember coming home um, to Las Noticias loud. That's all you could hear throughout the house. Like, even, even me walking towards my uh, front door. I could hear the noticiero, right? And uh, everybody was tuning in. Everybody English was tuning in. English, Spanish, yeah. lo que quieras. Everybody was tuning in. And my mom, I remember that house. Like my my, whenever you, I would get home from school, the house would always smell like food. Mm-hmm. There was my mom was always cooking something, and you know everything from scratch. And I remember that day getting home, and I could not smell anything. And you're like, Mom, where's the food? I could only hear. I could. She was. She, she was, was stunned. Uh, like everyone yeah. else, just sucked in by the TV. Yeah. 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 I, de- I definitely remember like the whole stakeout and and uh, just you know very tragic. But what Selena represents to me, I think it's it's really like I almost get I get chills when I think about her because her passing and now you know she's very iconic and mm-hmm. um, she she really represents that the struggle of being. Ni de aquí ni de allá. Claro. Neither from here, neither from there. Yes. So she's she's Tejana mu- musician. She didn't actually grow up speaking Spanish, mm-hmm. but found a niche. Her whole family found a niche um, in this Tejano music, this yeah, cumbia, the, 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 the Spanish. Tex-Mex. Yeah. So all the mu- all of the music was in Spanish, and so she got a lot of first a lot of Tejano fans, a lot of love there, um, and, and and she got more famous and and started to get popular in Mexico and. Um, her coming to to Mexico, I think, uh, it made a, according to the movie J Lo, <laughs> J Lo, you know, made the father uneasy. Yes, feeling of having um, Selena go to Mexico, and you know how. I mean, I think many of us that uh, are both bilingual, or even if we don't even speak Spanish, but those of us that have roots in other countries and travel to that country, you know, you can become very self conscious about the language. There's a lot of criticism that is right. it, it, it comes doesn't come from a mean place but sometimes doesn't land very well it's very it could be very um, harsh when you're criticized for your Spanish or for your identity or if any of that is the comes way to you question. dress even even little things like uh, why do you do your hair this way or why why do you pluck your eyebrows you're only 13 exactly <laughs> yeah but, oh, yeah, but yeah. yes but, so all yeah. of that and, and, and to me somehow somehow she broke through that mm-hmm. very criticones que son a veces in Mexico she broke through that criticism <laughs> and um, and she was very like, like, like very lovable and approachable and, and she was and that, so there's that. She broke through to the, the Mexico-USA border, literally yes. and figuratively. But not only that, she was just about to, and she had done the, the crossover coming did, from yes. the Spanish to English. And um, and so I, I do want to share some thoughts that some of our some of our friends friends that that listen to the podcast they also shared some thoughts about Selena. So I want to take a second to read a, read a couple things that some people shared. So specifically to to talk about the whole crossing over, um, I want to say that one of my one of my good friends, she's African American. She didn't grow up speaking Spanish, obviously, but she's a huge Selena fan. And uh, one of the things that she shared with me is that every time that she 
um, listens to her, that she hears her, that she hears her song, like it just gives her chills because she's very saddened to think about the world missing out on such a lovely voice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. And then we also had an, another listener really to speak to that whole crossing over to the Mexico side and just resonating um, with the very critical sometimes people uh, uh, um, on the other side of the border and, and just being loved and, and symbolizing that. And for me, I mean, that to me is what resonates and I think is what resonates with a, a lot of us um, is just um, how iconic she was in, in being Mexican-American. Yes. But, but, but being proud of both and, be, and, and recognizing it's a beautiful thing to quote, as they do in the J-Lo movie, that you know John Wayne and Pedro Infante. Exactly. <laughs> that, you yeah. gotta, that you get to know both of those things. I do want to take a, a second to share a story, and I'm sure you might have some, sim- something similar, but one, one thing that has really sat with me, so one thing that I got to do growing up is I got to travel to, to Mexico pretty much every other summer growing up, and um, the longer I w- was um, Americanized, <laughs> the harder it was to speak Spanish. And, um, and it, it, even today, I mean, I feel like I'm very bilingual, but I, I do think in English, and, and that's my dominant lang- language. So there's this one time, I was probably like 13, and I went to Mexico, and I'm also uh, someone that I consider growing up like, you know, pretty, like, Kind of like a uh, fiery personality. Yes. Right? I'm not going to stand down. <laughs> so uh, in my very confident 13-year-old self that I was at the time, one of my uncles was criticizing me for my Spanish and how, you know, how bad it is. And I said, you know, I speak Spanish. I speak Spanish. You know, test me. And I think it was very cruel on his part. He chose to say, okay, ¿qué quiere decir? Metófora. I'm probably saying it wrong, honestly. Metáfora. <laughs> Metáfora. <laughs> uh-huh. um, which is, if he had asked me in English, what is a metaphor? I don't know if I would have been a very articulate at that age. So right. I thought he I completely mean, set me you? up for failure. I was probably 12, 13. Uh, um, and it was hor- horrible. It was mortifying. I felt so horrible, and I cried. And if anybody knows me, you know that it takes a lot to get me to cry. <laughs> so uh, that moment and feeling so small is is why the Salina I- image and of um, how she kind of uh, overcame that is mm-hmm. is so powerful. So I love her story. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a lot of people can relate to that, you know. And uh, my kind of my story that I that I can think of, and um, of course, you know, before she passed, um, I just knew about her music, and because I danced to that music and las fiestas, you mm-hmm. know, and and whatnot. But um, but after the movie came out, and you were talking about this, about that specific scene where the dad was a little hesitant to, to take her to Mexico because mm-hmm. you know they want her to speak perfect Spanish, and they're going to criticize her. And you just said, you know, she wasn't ni de aquí ni de allá, mm-hmm. you know. And so I kind of felt like that growing up here in the United States because my family was very Mexicana inside the house. And then outside, I was living in this, you know, American world, you know. And um, and so I, I remember there was this one time um, in junior high school uh, where my parents were, actually I was in seventh grade, and my parents ha- were actually able to afford a yearbook, which was about like $60, $70. Yeah, it's like a hardcover. Yeah, hardcover. It's, nice it's a nice book. Um, and so I finally got my dad, I convinced him to, to purchase this book for me. I get home. Uh, he asks me for the book. He's like, let me see what I bought, you know, that was so expensive. Mm-hmm, he opens the book. <laughs> yeah, I begged. I begged and I kicked. And, and uh, he opens it. And the first thing he says is, ¿Qué es esto? What is this? And, and uh, I said, pues para eso es. 
Well, that's what it's for. What was he reacting to? He was reacting to people's autographs oh, the, the, they on had, the actual oh. book. And, you know, I mean, that's what you do, right? Because I mean, he, they had scribbled up your they book. They scribbled on yeah. the book. They yeah. had said, you know, keep in touch, have a great summer, and, you know. The, <laughs> same old that Same old has. things, right? But he was, he was so uh, upset about them. He was really upset about scratching the book. And before I could even finish that sentence, he had already slapped me across the face. And he had said, books are not made for that. You respect books, you learn from them, but you never mistreat a book. Yeah, so he didn't under, he wasn't he, appreciating how in your American culture growing exactly. up in middle school, people sign your book. And so yeah. that that resonates with the story that you were saying and how, you know, she wasn't ni de aquí ni de allá moments, you know? Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um what uh, what else? I mean, her music was wonderful. Her music Life was of the wonderful. Party. Life of the party, obviamente. But you know, also, I do remember this um, um, episode from Cristina Saralegui. Cristina, uh, by the way, listeners, is in the nineties. Yes, was the, the Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> we don't know I where she is. How we said that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> She's la Oprah. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? I don't, don't know, know where she is now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like dun, Oprah, dun, dun. Oprah's around, but Cristina, dónde está? But we'll, maybe that's another. Segment. Yeah, that's another. Okay, <laughs> we'll follow up with you guys on Cristina Saralegui and her whereabouts. Uh, but anyways, I do remember a, an episode from Cristina Saralegui where she brought in this psíquico or psíquica. I don't even remember if it was a, a guy or a girl. Um, but this psychic basically said that um, uh, Selena's dad was going to um, create another big star and that th- that she was going to be bigger than Selena and, 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 and so on and so forth. And everybody was just kind of like, what? Like, this, this just happened. Before there was any talk about a movie. Yeah, before there was any talk about a movie. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a couple of years later, there's this movie and then I mean, isn't... Had anybody heard of J-Lo, really? Exactly. Before? before? No, I don't think so, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't even notice J-Who? she was on... She was a fly girl on in Living Color. Was it in Living Color? Yes, yeah. I didn't even notice. Like, well, I guess... I mean, you don't know. I mean, there's just really dancers. Notice, I don't right? think they had their names flashing or anything. But, you know, now that kind of brings back that Cristina that Saralegui right. segment that was like, you know... Her dad is the one that picked right J Lo for the role to play her daughter, or his daughter. And we'll have to fact check, but I bet you're right. <laughs> so, so, anyways, I thought that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. How fun? Yeah, that's funny. Well, um, what is your what is your favorite? If you, I mean, there's a lot. There's so there's many. Lot. But what if you I, had to pick one? I just want to say the favorite? cumbia medley, but I know that that uh, involves I mean, basically I, everything. Every single wedding party, you gotta have the Selena medley. I mean, yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you see my snap. Chats. I just medley all the way through like traffic, and I use those geo filters oh, that paint your face. Speaking of like the internet, so uh, because of the, the timing, there's been a lot of videos and things, and, rem- and remembering um, Selena. Um, there is this one really great little segment of of um, of the Selena movie where she when she's already famous, uh-huh. and then she goes to this like really really fa- like really fancy fancy oh, retail store. I hate that scene. And how many of us? <sighs> first of all, well, okay, obviously we're not at all as famous as Selena, but I've definitely had that feeling where someone's questioning why are you at this store because of the way you look. Like, exactly. what are you not? This is you look out of place here. Yeah. So she's at this really fancy store, and there's like this blonde woman. And this is all a scene in the movie, and she's looking at a dress, and and the, the lady's super rude, just yes. kind of implying like you can't, you don't belong here, you can't afford this dress. Well, she basically says you probably are not interested in that dress. Yeah. To say like to, to Selena, this right? This is out of your price yeah. range. Yeah. So then in the movie, in the scene, uh, she. Th- 
her, I think she's buying a dress for her family members. For yeah, her, for her friend. The yeah. friend's trying on the dress, and then like one of the people working in the back of the store recognizes yeah. Selena. It's like, Selena, oh my God. Blah. Selena Stocky. Yes, and all of a sudden there's all these people, and, and then her friend comes out of drawing, trying on the dress, and she's like, you know, I don't, we don't need that dress. Yes. I love that. So yes. that, that's a great, powerful scene that was recently resurfaced through all the It, all it the has sharing. resurfaced, yeah. What did, what did they say on, on um, social media? It's like... Uh, the best throwing shade, which yes. great expression, yes. by the way, throwing yes. shade. Yeah, I thought that that was really cool. But to answer your question, I think that if I had to pick a song, it would uh, be Carcacha. Because the way I interpreted that song mm-hmm. was paso a pasito, no te vayas a tambalear. Oh. And, and so that to me, and, and, and listeners will know more in the future about why that specific, those specific words meant a lot mm. to me. But um, it just meant like, keep on going. Yeah. Don't, don't you know, don't true. slow I down. I never thought about it like that until right And so this every moment. time I heard that song, it just kind of gave me like that, see, like, Going back to Cesar Chavez, si se puede, you know, like Very keep cool. on going, keep on going. Well, for me, my favorite Selena song, so I was thinking about this in preparation for today, and I think it's Foto, Fotos y Recuerdos. Fotos y Recuerdos. Well, beautiful song about someone that's passed. So, of course, now it definitely makes you think of mm-hmm. Selena. But also, I um, that so Selena died in 1995. Mm-hmm. My brother died in 1994, and and I think her passing really made her even at the time. A lot of her music was everywhere, and I think that "Fotos y Recuerdos" always made me think of my brother. Yeah, and and both uh, both Selena as well, and 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 if of course we'll we'll play it so you all can hear it. But it's also um, a cover of an uh, an English song. So it's an English song in Spanish. So it's, but it, I think they totally changed the words, but it's the same melody. But it's the same the melody. See, see, see. It's great. Plus, I mean, every middle school kid, I think, had a crush on a boy on and thought of, I could fall in love with that song. Yeah. <laughs> I was always looking for El Chico al Apartamento 512, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fernandito, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of el, el Chico del Apartamento 512, what's a good way to tell that boy you like him? Assuming well, you're single, which oh, you're well, not. Let's yeah, pretend you okay, are. Okay. <laughs> uh, pretending that I'm single. I think that that would be the best way to, to, to let that boy know or that girl uh, del Apartamento 512 would be to buy them a globito de anything for Salinas. From tell, Globitos. Tell me about these globitos for anything for Salinas. Well, this is another one of those... Y ahora que estás haciendo moments for my parents. This is actually a project that um, I'm starting with a with a friend of mine, and uh, you know, we've all seen these Myler balloons, the Happy Birthday balloons. And mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're actually um, bringing them um, and 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 putting a spin on them. So our first balloon that we're actually launching is a anything for Salinas balloon. It's got a beautiful picture of Selena. Yes, and so we're gonna we we have that, and you can look it up on uh, ha- using the hashtag uh, Globitos. And, How do you uh, spell Globitos? Globitos. G-L-O-B-I-T-O-S. Globitos. Okay, Globitos. Yes. We'll have it on the notes of the show. So that's, that concludes our tribute to, to Selena. Y 
And now we actually want to talk about another segment. Well, we're talking about food. So we're going to talk yes. about more food? Yes, we're oh, going to talk about yes. more food. Mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> so, saboreando. ¿Qué saboreando? It's tasty food around town. That's what we're calling our segment, tasty food around town. Yeah, and you guys can always send us some um, suggestions, suggestions, ideas. But occasionally, every every once in a while, we're going to uh, talk about somewhere delicious and tasty that we got to try. So Luis is going to cover it this time. Yes. So um, we want to talk about uh, sabor colombiano. Mm, which Colombian. is uh, Yes, Colombian food. It's a great restaurant that's on the corner of Union and Olympic here in Los Angeles. I think that neighborhood is called Pico Union. Pico Union, yes. It's right behind the Curacao. And uh, so Sabor Colombiano, it's a, it's, it's a very, very small hole-in-the-wall restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like the entrance, like you can literally walk past it and, and you'll miss it. Okay. Pero la comida is so good. Yum. I had a bandeja paisa. Bandeja paisa. Which I couldn't even finish. Can you tell me what that is? Or, or should, we yes. get our, should we get our resident uh, Colombiano correspondent to tell us more? <laughs> He's shy. He's a little shy. <laughs> but I can describe what the bandeja paisa is. It's basically a mix of like carne asada, white rice, frijoles de la olla. Mm. Um, it has a, um, pork skin with meat on it. I'm, I vote for pork skin all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it, that enhances every meal. Oh, it's so good, and it comes with. Um, they call it platanos machos, and they're the the. Um, That's the way I like them too. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> did I just interpret that a different way that you were meant? Oh, I don't know. I just like them. Uh, they're kind of okay. sweet. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and it comes with a with a with an egg on top, a sunny uh, sunny side. Oh my side gosh! Up. Is this Korean? No, this is uh, this is it's it's. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. So it has a sunny side up egg? It has a sunny side what? up egg. It has a piece of avocado. God, I think I'm probably missing okay, some stuff. Okay, how many stuff. calories per bite? <laughs> I, don't, no, I, don't, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know, that honestly. That sounds so but good. It was delicious. The restaurant is very small and quaint, and and uh, the, the service there is excellent, and everybody speaks to you in a... In How's a, the ambiente? What, what's it like in, the, the ambiente, hanging out? Like how, how do you, what's the vibe uh, there? The vibe is great. Um, sometimes they have live bands, and by live bands, I'm, I'm talking about a Vallenato. So they do a Vallenato. Yes, yes. And um, but they definitely are playing a lot of uh, Colombian music, a lot of cumbias. And uh, the service is great. And the waiters and waitresses. What does it look like? So is this really small? How many people? It probably fits about maybe 40 people. Oh, okay. Like, okay. like I mean, it, it's small, but um, but also the tables are kind of small. Okay. So you, you can fit a lot of people, and it has a bar, and, and they actually serve mm. cerveza colombiana, oh, Aguila. Yum. And, uh, do they have any of like those like sodas from Colombia? They do. They do. They're, they're called colombianas, and they're so good. That's easy to remember. Yeah, yeah. That's so easy to remember. I I, um, I ordered a colombiana to drink, and then I also ordered a jugo de maracuya. Um, which what? I think it's passion fruit, no? What did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> maracuya. I just called you maracuya. It was, um, it's definitely great, great food. I definitely recommend it. And, what is that? Um, what is the maracuya? Ma- maracuya, I-, I believe it's passion fruit, if I'm not mistaken. 
Maybe. Yes, yes we got, yes, we got a is. nod from the yes. resident Colombiano. And <laughs> how, was it authentic? How would you rate this? Was this place well, authentic? I've never been to Colombia, but um, but my partner says it's as authentic as it could possibly get. Mm, so yeah. uh, so it is really good, though. I it, love it. it. So is what is it so called good. again? It's called Sabor Colombiano. In Pico Union. Pico Union. It's literally on the corner of uh, Union and Olympic. Olympic. Great. Um, yeah, right behind the Curacao there. And uh, the food is great. The ambiance is great. The people are great and so I would like to give this restaurant uh, five stars five stars cinco yes. estrellas matraca for the food very cool I love it I can't wait saboreando tasty food around town we welcome your suggestions we want to yeah. try them all yeah let us know where you're eating maybe we'll bump Join into you. each other yeah? yes okay y si nos invitan even better even better <laughs> Are you familiar with this sound? If you are, then... Chances are you know what the chancla is. And the chancla is when your mom gets mad at you and throws a shoe at you. Yes. So, who's your chancla so far this week? We throw the chancla at someone that we don't like or we're upset with or someone that needs it. Well, I'm going <laughs> to throw the chancla at... And, you know, just like when your mom throws the chancla at you, it comes with love. So, I'm... I'm, I'm Throwing my chancla with love. A ver, con mucho amor or? Con mucho, con mucho, mucho, mucho amor. To and she the just, actress. Sorry, sorry. And she just did the whole Walter Mercado. Look it up. We'll put it yeah. in the notes. <laughs> uh, I want to give my, my chancla soak with love to the actress Rosario Dawson. Uh, I think I've heard about this. Oh, yeah. yeah, so speaking of Cesar Chavez, earlier we talked about mm -hmm. Cesar Chavez, uh, someone that was also that co-founded the United Farm Workers Un um, um, Union with Cesar Chavez, and, I, and I, I've heard might have come up with the Si Se Puede, is um, Dolores Huerta, a living legend. I've had Definitely. The, the great pleasure of seeing Dolores speak a couple times. She's alive and kicking, and I hear she's a fabulous dancer. I know that she's in her in her late 80s. Oh wow. And still around and she's a very she's a feminist. She she has literally bled for la causa. Yes. Um, she's literally been beaten up um and, and you know she, her entire life many decades dedicated to the rights of others. Now, so we all know who who, who um, Dolores Huerta is. You may not know who Rosario Dawson is, so let me tell you who she is. So, she's a lesser known figure that um whose claim to to La Causa is having played Dolores Huerta in a poorly reviewed yes. biopic. But although, little little digression here, I have to say that I actually did like the Cesar Chavez movie. Did you like but it? But you know what? I liked it too. So why now that you're saying that it was poorly reviewed? Well, it was poorly reviewed. I, I Maybe not by me, but it was I, 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 I want to know who reviewed it because to me when I saw I that. I thought it was pretty good. I uh, Going back to our stories earlier, I, I saw that biopic and I thought about my grandfather. I thought about, you know, what people's daily struggles are. Mm -hmm. So it hit home. We're going to have to digress even more because so in the in the uh, categories of biopics, Selena is the best biopic ever. <laughs> we have to go back to her. It's just, they did such a good job with that movie. I think the, uh, this is definitely a digression, but I think it's, it's, it, it'll be exciting to talk about a little bit. The, with the Cesar Chavez movie, I, yeah, personally, I liked it. I thought they did a good mm -hmm. job. It's a, such an ambitious, humongous, big story yeah. to tell in two hours. Um, so I think they did a good job. Definitely has a little bit of that Hollywood thing. Like, you know, what you have to. It's a, but, it's a lot to package in there. Yeah. So given the 
challenge of such a huge story to tell in two hours. I honestly, I give that movie a B, a solid B. I thought the Cesar Chavez biopic was pretty decent. It, there's, I think a lot of the critique is that, they, I mean, maybe they didn't do it right. Maybe it was too Hollywood. Maybe I think it, it, it's, it's difficult to accomplish. And, and, and we should spend maybe a whole episode dissecting the criticism of that movie because I liked it. Did but, you, you know, like just, just like my grandmother says, you know, nadie es monita de, de, monedita de oro. You yeah, know, so true. you can't you can't please everyone. Yes, right? yes. So uh, someone else that's not a monedita de oro is Rosario Dawson. No, listen. You know, I say that I say it with love because I do recognize the work that she's done uh, uh, with Voto Latino, which is a nonpartisan mm-hmm. effort that I very much admire uh, for getting the getting Latinos to vote. So independent of that, I do I do uh, I love Rosario Dawson, um, and in the in my um, order of things um, from my <laughs> Facebook feed. I actually got to uh, play Rosario Dawson um, introducing Bernie Sanders. Okay. And I got to say that she did a great job. The things she said resonated with me. I thought she did a good job. Um, and then later I found out about this this um, this um, opinion there was a piece. feud or something. Yeah, though, well, there's or... an opinion piece in which she basically called out a living legend, Dolores Huerta. And you know, you, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Claro. Everybody's entitled to speak to things. I think what I just find more troubling is that you can, I feel like you could be for Bernie mm-hmm. without hurting the, the you know, the, the, the legacy of a wonderful living legend. So that's why Rosario Dawson gets a chancla. Chancla for her. <laughs> How about you? Who are you throwing the chancla? Well, my chanclazo goes to a teacher um, out in the Santa Ana Unified School District. Okay. And uh, so my nephew, let me just kind of paint the picture here. Okay. My nephew came out to visit us um, earlier this week, mm-hmm. and it's career week. Oh, You remember cool. those, right? Yeah. Career week? I mean, uh, they would bring different people that have all sorts of different careers mm-hmm. and to kind of get you going and get you excited about school and pursuing higher education. Yeah. Um, or whatever goals. Or whatever goals, mm-hmm. right? Um, so uh, my nephew, uh, he's 16, and he wants to be a soccer player. He already plays in a league. He's very good at it. and um, But, of course, I don't think that the teacher knew about this. Okay. So when the teacher was asking them, what would you like to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. My nephew said, I want to be a professional soccer player. Uh-huh. And she completely dismissed his dream and his goal, you and know? Just said, like, no, you can't do that? Yeah, she said... No se puede? No se puede. Oh, no, that's you know? terrible. And, um, and this brings me actually back to a couple years ago, I was asked to come out to one of these career weeks mm-hmm. to speak mm-hmm. about, like, what I do in marketing and how I got there and so on and so forth. And uh, But before I, I went into the class, I remember the, um, the counselor saying... Uh, just be aware that some of these kids may be rowdy and, so she you know, she gave me a warning and yada, yada. So I basically went into this class and I started talking to them a little bit about me. But then I said, let me turn it over to you guys. Tell me what you guys love to do for fun, because the worst thing in the world is to have a job that you don't like. You should actually have a career. Yeah. You should actually have something that you love, right? That you have a passion for. Definitely. Because you're going to be mean, probably doing be it for the... Yeah. And best case scenario. Best case scenario. Um, so as the, the, the counselor said, one of the girls raised her hand and she's like, well, I like to drink. And immediately I was like, well, what do you like to drink? What do you drink? You didn't dismiss this as a problem. I didn't dismiss it. <laughs> I didn't dismiss it as a problem and I'll tell you why. Okay, what did you do? What did you do? She said she followed that comment with tequila. 
she was okay. So this girl I like this likes girl. to. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't likes, say it in a class, but yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. So she said she liked to drink tequila, and the teacher was quick to say, uh, uh, you know, try to excuse her and try to like reprimand her. And I said, no, 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 that's fine. Can you tell me what kind of tequila you drink? And the girl just kind of paused and was like taken, taken back. She wasn't expecting that. Taken, taking she was her pro- seriously. Yeah, she was probably expecting for me to say, oh, you know what? You probably shouldn't do that. You're not old enough or, you know. Or whatever. Or whatever. She was not expecting a serious response the exactly. way you did it. Okay, so so what? what I did was I said, did you know that there's a whole industry behind tequila? There are people who try the tequila to make sure that it has great quality and they get paid to do this. There are people who do the marketing behind the tequila. There are graphic designers who um, put to get with together the label for, for the bottle. Mm-hmm. There are people who make sure that the agaves are planted a certain way so that, you know, they have enough room to grow and, and yada, yada, you yada. sponsors or whatever. There's a whole exactly. industry behind it. So I feel like this girl basically, she actually said, I didn't know that. Of course you and don't. you sparked a little interest. And, and and so the reason why my chanclazo goes to this teacher is because teachers should be sparking. So if you were the teacher and, and the kid said, I yes. want to be a professional soccer player, what would be a I would response? Have, I would have asked, do you currently play? You know, how many championships have you won? And I'm sure you could become a, a professional soccer player. But just in case you don't make it to the big league, do you know that there's a whole industry behind soccer? Mm-hmm. Even the people who design the the soccer ball, even the people who who do the sponsorships, the people who um, open up stadiums, the construction. There's a whole set of careers mm-hmm. that you can pick from soccer. Yes. Okay. So a chancla for the lack yes. of imagination. A big chancla. So, and if I ever see this teacher, I will take off my shoe and give her my. <laughs> Chancla, myself. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so th- that's our chanclas. 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 That brings us to the end of our show. Yes. So where can people find us? People can find us por todos lados, especialmente me, probably at a swap meet or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and on the internet, you can find yes. us. You can find us on Tumblr, Tamarindo Podcast. We're on SoundCloud, Tamarindo Podcast. You can, on Twitter, is Tamarindo Cast. Tamarindo Cast on Twitter. Make sure, that's super important, Tamarindo Cast on Twitter. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Tamarindo Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also using the hashtag Tamarindo Podcast. Yes. And we'll be posting pictures and videos. Notes and all notes, about the show. People everything about the show. you can check out later. And uh, I just saw that you actually posted uh, a picture that I texted you when we oh, first yes. met. If you want to know what we look like, there's a there's a picture no, of us. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for, for your love. And, oh, another way you can reach us, too, if you want to suggest cool restaurants, mm-hmm. you want to tell us your thoughts about Selena, if you want to just give us your ideas, you can email us at tamarindopodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Gotta say thank you to our producer, Jeff DeVoe. Muchas gracias. And to sign off, I want to tell our listeners, don't forget to ponte un suerte. And a bufanda.
Cuando mi arrendador dijo que el alquiler podría ser más barato si fuéramos amigos con beneficios. Había oído hablar de acoso sexual en el lugar de trabajo, pero en mi casa. Eso es discriminación en la vivienda basada en el sexo. La gente de bienes raíces dijo que estaríamos más cómodos viviendo en un vecindario diferente con gente como nosotros. Por suerte conocíamos nuestros derechos. Es ilegal asustar a los posibles propietarios para que se alejen de ciertos vecindarios en función de raza o nacionalidad. Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI FPEI 220099. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.